0: And good morning and it's just a pleasure to have along with me Valprax. She is a master gardener. She's been in with me multiple times and this is Garden Gab. Thank you so much for coming in this morning, dear.
1: Good morning, Robin. <laughs> it's really fun to be here with you today. This this is one of my favorite things to do is to come in and visit with you.
0: Well, you know I love having you in as well and especially cuz we're talking about a time that will come. When the grass will be green and the soil will be ready to have all of our plants go in, we're not there yet, though.
1: <laughs> we're a long ways from there yet. I was looking out in my front yard yesterday, and we have this egret statue that's about three and a half feet tall. In the last snow a couple days ago, the end of last week, it disappeared completely. Oh, boy. I thought, oh, geez, there is a lot of melting to be done yet. Oh,
0: my goodness. (laughs) Well, at least, you know, the time changes happen, so we've got a little more daylight, or it feels like it, at least with our time, certainly. And I think the first official day of spring, of course, the 20th, is coming up, even though it's just on the calendar. So we're moving in the right direction.
1: We are. And the, the sun is better. It's feeling a little more. pleasant outside it has more oomph a little more oomph and the cardinals are singing their spring song there was a flock of robins in my flowering crabapple tree a few days ago so there is hope
0: there is hope absolutely and another way to find hope is i know you were going to talk this morning about starting seeds basically in your house or if you have a greenhouse people some people are really set up for that give us some tips how do we even get started if we've never done something like that Belle?
1: It's not hard to do, and you don't need fancy, expensive equipment. First of all is look at your location where you want to put them in your house. Now, everyone's first instinct is, oh, let's put it in a window so it gets the sunlight. Please don't do that. First of all, all of our houses, the windowsill is the coldest place in your house. <laughs> Especially right now. <laughs> Every one of us. <laughs> and I live in an old house, so it, yes, they are cold spots. So don't use your windowsill. And actually using natural sunlight in the beginning isn't a good thing because the plants try so hard to get to that sun. Oh, yes, And they, they do. get leggy and you got to be turning them all the time. So it's not really the best option. So set yourself up someplace else that's a little more protected. Don't worry about it. About the sunlight. Just find a good spot that's fairly warm. There are things you can do like heat mats if you want to invest in one of those. are not expensive, but it's not a necessary expense. But you might want some lights for them. Again, you don't have to go the fancy grow lights. If you get a little fluorescent light bulb fixture, you know, the tube kind like you find sure. under kitchen counters or the giant ones in the garage or whatever, just get a small one, a three foot one or whatever, with two bulbs. Get one bulb, a cool white, and one bulb, a natural daylight.
0: Why that combination?
1: That combination will give you the UV spectrum. That your plants need to grow nicely,
0: okay, and have
1: thicker stems, better leaves, better growth.
0: Great to know. So
1: again, you don't have to invest in all the the grow lights and heat mats and all of those things. Now you certainly can; that's your option, but you don't have to do that. I have a couple of little grow lights, and they're really very useful. There are three bulbs on this little bendable. Stem and you can bend all three of them in different directions. Oh, neat. Okay. So I can aim them over the plants as we need to. And also, this one has some options to change the light spectrum as the plants grow. Okay. So you get closer to simulating direct sunlight and in reality that first week when they're just germinating they don't even need light again that helps keep things warm because you want to keep them fairly warm you don't need to be hot you just want them to be warm so if you're a person that keeps your house at 65 degrees you may have to warm up that area a little bit more good to know you want it to be somewhere up around 70 or so for decent germination
0: So my question, though, okay, here we are, you know, we're the 15th of March here. I'm assuming all seeds have a certain time frame, and then you want to plan to get them. I mean, there's quite a bit to this, and you have to pick that time when you're going to actually plant them. For some of these things, do we start everything right now or do we have to be selective what we're starting now?
1: We have to be selective. And I have a chart posted on the Kenneba County Master Gardener Facebook page that you can go and refer to that will point you to when is the best time to start each plant there's also a link there to Starting Seeds Indoors from the University of Minnesota Extension. You can go directly to our website to get that, or you can just go look on the Facebook page. And that will work you through it. Now, number one, when you pick up your seed packet and you look at the back and it says, oh, this corn is ready to harvest in 90 days, or these tomatoes take 110 days, that is from the date that the seed or the plant goes outside in the garden. In the
0: ground, okay.
1: So if you look at a tomato and it says 90 days, which most of them are longer than that, but let's just say 90 days. That's not 90 days from when you put that little tiny seed in the little (laughs) tiny cell in your house. Okay. That's 90 days from when you set the plant outside.
0: Gotcha. So
1: don't lose track of that fact. But we do start things at different times depending on when they need to be flowering or fruiting or whatever you need or when the weather is warm enough for outside. So tomatoes and peppers are warm season crops. They need the soil warm before they can be put out. We can plant things like onions and potatoes when the ground is just barely thawed out and they'll be okay. But A lot of our other plants, all of the melons and cucumbers and tomatoes and peppers and all those things need warm soil before you put them out. So that times how long it needs to be inside. Generally, we start tomatoes about six weeks before you want to put them outside. You need to figure out about Memorial Day weekend. So that would mean about April 5th to 10th, somewhere in there, you're going to be starting your tomatoes. Peppers take another week or so longer, so usually about April 1st for your peppers, yes. And then, Val, I know there's different phases. So you should be able to keep transplanting them into the next larger thing. When you look in the store, in the garden supplies, at choices for starting seeds, you have quite a few things. The best thing is not to use one big flat where they're all together. Use the little individual cells. And you can buy them in several different ways. Some have the little peat cells that you mix water with and they expand. Those work really well. Some have the little plastic holes that you fill with the soilless mix. We'll talk about that in a sec. You fill with your mix and put your seeds in. Those are ideal because it lets each plant's roots established by itself and not be Tangle up with another plant's roots. You so. want to keep them kind of separated. And then when they're ready to transplant, usually when they're, when they've got four or five sets of leaves or more, you want to wait for them to get going. Then you'll transplant them into something a little bit bigger. I like using peat pots at that stage because when you put them out in the garden, you don't have to disturb the roots again. You can just put the whole pot in the ground. Right, because that dissolves.
0: Dissolves, right? Sure. Yep,
1: it dissolves. But that's a personal preference. You can do it however you would like. That's just what I like to do, one extra step to avoid disturbing the roots of the plant another time. Right, right. But I mentioned the soilless mix. When you start your plants, don't go buy a bag of miracle Grow or the other fertilizer-enhanced kinds of soils. They don't need fertilizer. Everything that seed needs to germinate and grow is in the seed. They don't need anything until they really get going and have significant numbers of leaves. Then they start needing some fertilizers. So buy a good seed-starting mix, and they're called soilless mixes. They're peat and vermiculite. Vermiculite helps hold the moisture, and peat is a good organic, natural material that stays light and fluffy, so it doesn't compact. You know, we've all had plants in pots where they're just jammed in there and the the soil is packed tight. Mm -hmm. You don't want that happening or your little seed isn't going to get going. You want it something light and fluffy that it can shoot up through. So make sure you buy a seed starting mix to put them in. That's really important.
0: And then the watering process. I am a great one to overwater stuff. Well, you want it to
1: feel dry below the surface before you water. Now, depending on the kind of pots that you got, how you're starting your seeds, bottom watering is best, but not all seed starting containers have that capability. But the best thing is to buy something where you can bottom water. So you put water in the tray that your little seed cells are sitting in.
0: And then it will absorb it kind of the way it needs to go, yep. right?
1: Yep, It'll take up what it needs. And if you see that's dry, then check them before you put more in. If there's water standing in there, don't add any more water. Okay. Now, another cheap option for starting your little plants is to go get those little tiny water cups like you see in bathrooms. Oh, sure. The real small ones. Poke a hole in the bottom with a nail and use those. And away they you work go. work just fine, yep. And then to transplant, it's easy. You just peel the paper off. Peel oh, the cup sure. away and then transplant them. And that's a really inexpensive way to start seeds. You don't have to buy all the fancy stuff. If you first spend money on a good soilless mix, okay, that's the most important thing.
0: And then for seeds, what's your recommendation?
1: If you want just a good Roma tomato, for example... Go to the garden centers okay. or the big box stores. They've all got the seeds out now, like you said. Garden centers will start opening up toward the first part of April, so you'll still have time to get your seeds from the garden centers, too. That's another good thing, especially if you need lots of them because they have seed in bulk right, for many varieties. And
0: that'll save you a little, too. Right,
1: right. So if you want just the standard thing, like I want a good Amish paste tomato because that's what I like to use for salsa. I can buy those in any of the garden centers. I don't have to order them online. I have a jalapeno pepper that I really like planting that I can't find locally, so I do the same thing. I order it online. But I did that back in December, and those seeds are sitting out on the porch waiting for me.
0: <laughs> you talk about building hope into your life. You oh, just yes. buy seeds now and keep them knowing that that snow is going to be gone eventually.
1: Exactly. There exactly. you go. Exactly. I will use those.
0: <laughs> they, that time is coming. Is there anything else we need to share on getting these seeds started this time of year?
1: Just go to the University of Minnesota Extension website. It's extension.umn. Dot E-D-U, and either use the drop-down menus to go to Yard and Garden, or just type in the search bar, Starting Seeds Indoors, okay. and you'll get this resource. And it's also posted on our Master Gardener Facebook page, a Kenneba County Master Gardeners.
0: And I like the idea that you have a regular picture there that kind of talks about the seeds, timing, all that, right? Yes, okay. yes.
1: It's a good snapshot, and it'll take you all the way through, and it'll go through the parts we didn't discuss today, the transplanting. And hardening them off and getting them ready to plant. The guide gets you all the way through to putting them in the garden.
0: Sure. And maybe, depending on if it's Joe or myself, maybe we can get into more detail with some of that in an upcoming Garden Gap discussion. I would like to do that, yes. I'd love that. Well, Val Prax, our Master County Gardener, you know how much I love you. I appreciate you coming in, dear.
1: Oh, I love coming to talk to you, Robin. Thanks again, Val. Thank you.